0: I mean, to do that. I will not be able to do to Alright right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today Uh, with that little starship. I love that song. One of my favorite songs. Uh, Twins used to use that in their uh, in their promo videos at the end. And, you know, with Greg and Tom not being here. uh, They're in St. Louis today doing some stuff for baseball. Uh, I didn't want to do this by myself. So I uh, reached out on short notice and got one of our one of our uh, not newer players, but one of our players that uh, basically jumped into a primetime for the first time. So I want to I want to welcome Ryan Rizzio to the show. How you doing, Ryan?
1: Doing good. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, thanks for coming on short notice. I know it's just uh, kind of quick back and forth here, but uh, uh, what do you think about the song? I
1: uh, love it. I mean, who who, who can't hear? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Minnesota guy just like you and, uh, you know, love my sports and that, that one hits home for sure. Absolutely. All right. One of the reasons I got
0: you on is, uh, you know, listening to this podcast and as we're doing some of our new stuff with our daily drafts and everything we got going on our new NFFC 25 and 50s, we've got almost 600 new customers uh, with our company this year. And I know a lot of them actually listen to to this podcast, along with a lot of our old customers who've been around forever and have played in these larger contests and do it all the time and we're, we're thankful for both but the reason i have you on here is i wanted you to kind of you're, you've played our rotowire online championship for years had some very, you know nice success there but this year you jumped into the prime time for the first time now i know we had you you signed up and we actually had you come out to new york because we were worried about uh with the weather going on uh in the texas area that time at that time we weren't sure if everyone could get there so we kind of had you there on reserve as your first time actually seeing our live events uh, in new york you didn't end up drafting you ended up drafting uh your prime time online a little bit later but give me a you know as your first time there tell tell other newbies or first people that haven't gone yet what the experience was like for you
1: Sure, you know, uh, as, as someone who's played, uh, you know, home leagues for twenty plus years, uh, not not new to the draft scene. Obviously, have been, you know, you've done the uh, the restaurant thing, the bar thing uh, at home, online, and and to see the 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 organization uh, of of multiple drafts going on simultaneously uh, was, I mean, everything was was spot on. I don't think there was a hitch. I don't think there was a a person who arrived late. The guys you had monitoring the drafts were phenomenal. Uh, so it was kind of um, you know, I guess I, I didn't expect anything less, but I was I was impressed with the, the overall organization and the the guys that were there. Um, I mean, you've got a uh, quite a following of regulars, uh, really good good guys that uh, uh, know each other well, uh, like to, to to smack talk each other, and, and certainly know their football um, uh, better than anybody. So it was impressive. It was a lot of uh, a lot of fun to witness.
0: Yeah, those guys. Uh, Andy Andy Saxon takes care of you know getting all the moderators there and taking care of all the technical stuff when we got there. Uh, so yeah, like you said, a great group of guys. And uh, Friday night, uh, you know, we had a good time. Uh, <laughs> we stayed out a bit, a little bit later than we thought, but uh, you know, everything was good. Everyone got there for Saturday drafts as well. So it's so cool. But let's uh, let's talk about your team a little bit. So this was your first time in the prime time. Uh, you ended up with the with the in the seven hole. I, I don't even remember. Do you do you remember what your KDS even was? Was he? Did you? Was that one of your?
1: Uh, that was, or... I, I believe that was my third or fourth selection. By, by this point, I was um, kind of eager to be one, two, or three, I guess, if I could. So I think I had seven, either third or, or fourth at that point. All right, so you ended up getting the seven. You took Julio
0: Jones did fall to you because at this point, Kareem Hunt went fourth in that draft. This was after the Thursday night game where everyone got the the free look, obviously. So Julio Jones falls to you there, and you, you had a choice between him him or AJ Green. Are you are you still happy with that choice at this point?
1: <laughs> no, no, you know, I've I've been I've been uh, uh, you know you gotta love Julio Jones. I mean, the guy's a phenomenal player, but you yeah. know it's, it's 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 the same. Same song and dance with this guy every year. You know, he's going to put up his, you know, 10 for 300 yard games and he's going to struggle to get looks in the red zone and and not score a lot of points. Um, You know, I kind of went, I was a little bit shocked that he was there. So I I guess that kind of threw me off a a touch. Um, You know, AJ's had his share of kind of lingering stuff the last couple years too. So I, you know, I, I guess I kind of did the the coin flip on those two uh, target monsters. and, And to this point, anyway, I think I, I think I went the wrong direction.
0: Yeah, it's we're only five weeks in, so we'll see. Obviously Julio's still gonna have his big games coming. Is it's the problem with him is always he just will he finish a game he starts. That's always the thing with Julio. So there so second round you took Dalvin Cook and we know how I mean how that obviously worked out to start and how that how that's working out now. Unfortunate there. Um then you went uh Rob Gronkowski, Tom Brady, CJ Anderson uh through round five which is a very solid start i think Uh, i think you agreed with that when you started then jordan reed in the sixth chris hogan in the seventh smoke brown in the eighth and then you took alex smith in the ninth who you obviously plugged in uh for week one so that that was your first nine picks so so now you're sitting at two and three um you know right smack dab in the middle of your league in
1: points How, how do you feel moving forward you know, uh, it's it, it's hard whenever, you know, and, and a lot of people are in the same situation, right? You lose guys like Dalvin Cook or now Odell Beckham Jr., and, you know, that puts you in a little bit of a... A tricky spot. Um, you know, I didn't have a ton of, of running back depth with how I started there with a guy like CJ. I, I wanted to be different, though. I loaded up on Patriots. As you can see, I, if, if the draft would have fallen a little bit different, um, you know, I might have ended up with, if I would have fallen further in the, in the first round, I was targeting Brandon Cooks potentially. And, and if, if things kind of would have lined up, I, I really would have loaded up to try to be different in this type of an event. But, um, you know, I, I don't know that I have the, the horsepower to, to really make a, a lot of noise but I think with you know whenever you have Brady and, and, and you've got you know receivers on his team and somebody like Julio he always has the, has the potential to uh you know break out and carry you for a week or more you know I think I'll I think I'll hang in the mix in this league anyway
0: well yeah that's the thing when you when you load up on a team in the, the prime is a little bit unique in that you only got to finish in the top three in points and I think you're like six six, six or seventh right now but everyone's jumbled there so I mean you know we got eight weeks to go in the regular season. Um, you finish top three, you're in the tournament at the end of the year for the hundred fifty thousand dollar grand prize. So again, you know, loading up on the Patriots can be a good strategy because if you do end up getting into the finals and the Patriots go bonkers for three weeks, you got Brady, Gronk, and Hogan out there for you. So again, it's just a matter of maybe finding. Uh, Finding obviously a, a solid running back replacement for for Dalvin Cook obviously can't replace Dalvin Cook per se, but uh, you know anything can happen. So like you said, let, let's just uh, keep it rolling and stay, hit keep hitting the waiver wire and find a way to get in the top three, and then and then see how your Patriots play it out. Uh, obviously, Julio John, and John Brown, maybe he's finally healthy. He's you know he's my guy. Everyone knows he's my guy. We haven't been able to to get a whole lot of use out of him yet, but uh, hopefully things turn around.
1: Yeah, you know, and, and I think you can see, too, with some of the, uh, some of the, the risk I took there, taking Jordan Reed uh, late. You know, I, in, in home leagues and, and that sort of thing, I'm not a big Rob Gronkowski, Jordan Reed kind of guy. I'm normally, a you know, wait and grab, a you know, eighth, ninth, kind of tight end off the board, load up on running backs and receivers. But here I figured, you know, uh, when everyone's going to zag, I'll zag and, and try to grab some guys that are going to have some huge weeks and raise that point total. And now with Reed coming off the injury report, who knows, maybe he'll get back on track. Yeah,
0: I, I don't. I don't have a problem with two big tight ends in a league like this because you can actually use them as, as your flex. Obviously, a lot of people wouldn't do that, but I mean, when you got two guys like that, you haven't. There's no. I have no problem with you know plugging two tight ends in in a week like that. So, anyways, good luck. We'll like I said, you're two and three right in the middle. So keep it rolling eight weeks. See how see how it works out, and we'll see where you are. You know, eight week two months from now. Uh, yeah, I no, mean,
1: it's fun. I appreciate that.
0: Alright, something else I want to talk to you about, I know we we follow each other on Twitter, and uh, I always see you posting your your NFL and your college picks, and you've been ridiculous since the start of the year. I know I asked you real quick when I was out in Vegas second weekend of football, I said, give me, I don't, you know, I was so, we were so busy with our drafts, I literally had zero time to to get down to sports books and sit in there and look like like I'd like to do, so I I had you give me three quick college picks, you hit all three of those, you gave me, I think, four NFL picks, and I, I think I changed one of them, and we hit on all those, so, I mean, I was off to a seven for seven start i haven't been betting much lately and again folks we do this all through legal channels obviously we're not promoting uh, illegal gambling here this is all done through legal channels but tell me what your rec and i think weren't you up to like 26 and 5 at one point or, or something like that and all and yeah, you post you know, all of in, it on twitter in, so
1: in posted plays i think I'm, I'm somewhere around 23 and 6 right now i you know tend to kind of post things that i you know feel are any any uh, season better kind of has uh, you know a, a unit or a percent based bankroll betting approach, and so I, I typically post kind of my higher probability plays. I certainly uh, play a little bit more than than, than I than I post, um, but yeah, off to a uh, twenty three and six start here in uh, combined NFL and college.
0: Nice. So uh, again, the people that listen to this podcast love our love our contests, love our love what we got going on, and they also love to gamble. There's no question about it. I know I know that for a fact. So let's Who does uh, it? let yeah exactly right. So let's get people off onto a a, a good start. Greg, Tom, and I talked about this Panthers uh, Eagles game tonight. Forty five and a half and Panthers minus three. A little bit yesterday, we gave our takes on it. I thought it was going to be a, a higher scoring game. I thought it would go over, and I I didn't really pick uh, the three seemed about right. So I didn't pick a side. What are, what are your thoughts on forty? five and a half and panthers minus three tonight
1: yeah no you're, you're spot on it you know thursday games can be a little bit wonky this year the overs are three and two on on thursday night games which typically they lead a little bit to the under 45 and a half is about you know middle ground for most nfl games and with these two teams i think that's about what you expect i think maybe the average better is going to think over here um you know you're, you're, you're betting this one early that was a three and a half uh, if you can get that hook with the eagles i think uh, Phillies to the play they play a lot of close games. They, they lost most of those close games on the road last year I think Wentz only won uh, one of them. He's won two on the road already this year So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna play that one today if I can get that hook I'll take the three and a half. Otherwise, you know, I probably slide away from it at three I think it's a pretty fair number uh, and I think you know, with the over/under, um, in my my opinion on Thursday is is kind of stay away from those. So I I'd lean the three and a half if you can get it.
0: All right, sounds good. Sounds good. I still think that's an over. I I like the way both QBs are playing. I think Philly's defense is their their secondary is horrible. So we'll see. Like you said, Thursdays can go any which way. Sometimes the games you think are going to be awesome suck, and the ones you think suck are going to be fun or end up being great. Right. So all right, other than that game, tell me you got two or three, four other games that you like this year in the NFL, or this week in the NFL lines and or over/unders.
1: Sure. Sticking, you know, focusing here on the NFL, I think uh, a game that I circled right away, uh, Detroit. Uh, who I think is a little bit overachieving right now going down to New Orleans. New Orleans isn't really impressing anybody all that much right now, but you you look at a guy, and I got a lot of respect for Stafford, you know, big Viking fan, so watch a lot of NFC North football. Yeah. A lot of respect for the guy. He'll go out there and play, there's no question, but when he's not right, he's not right. Um, New Orleans off a of bye is as good as anybody. Um, Drew Brees, you know, uh, he may not be the Drew Brees of four or five years ago, but uh, if I can get that at four and a half, I'm going to lay the points with uh, the Saints all day. right, there you go, Saints. What else? Uh, Well, you know, New England hasn't really – they've been putting up points. Their defense has been a little lackluster. And while I I typically shy away from big uh, road favorites, uh, the Jets are definitely overachieving. They've won three. They've beat three bad teams. Uh, This is a big game for them. If they win, they kind of start taking themselves out of uh, real high draft pick potential next year. If they lose, uh, can, can get themselves back to three and three. They probably only finish with three or four wins. Um, I'm going to lay those points. I'm going to take nine and a half in New England. I just think um, Brady's going to find a way to score uh, the, the defense right to ship a little bit against Tampa. They're only going to improve as time goes on. It's so the best coach team in football. Give me New England.
0: All right, one more for
1: us. One more. Well, the Giants are a mess, uh, as we alluded to earlier with Odell Beckham getting hurt. I think this is one that a lot of people kind of look at and uh, you know want to say, well, gee, how's, how's New York going to score? Uh, Denver, I think, was originally laying 10.5 or 11. That's 12, 12 12.5 in a lot of shops around Vegas right now. Uh, total at 40. I'll go underneath that all day long. I think the Giants struggle to get to 10. Uh, even if Denver puts up twenty-eight, thirty 30 points, it should go under the total of 40.
0: All right, so there you go. We got your, we got your four picks. If you can get the three and a half hook on the Panthers, you go with that. Otherwise, you're staying away on Thursday night. Uh, you like the Saints, you like the Pats, and you like the under in the Broncos Giants game on what was that Sunday night yeah, Sunday night game. So perfect. Fair. There you go all right uh we got one sh- i guess we got a few minutes left we can cover so tom and greg and i uh, have been doing kind of off and on our on a, on a you know at the end of the week our our favorite blow-ups if you will Who, what guys are going to have the biggest games regardless of if they're sleepers or if they're you know the known commodities tom brady's julio jones etc so and i've been for lack of a better word i've been really shitty at it this year um so I'm gonna I'm gonna re, I'm gonna take a take a week hiatus here. I'm gonna let you give the audience a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, and a tight end. If you got one, who's gonna be the highest scoring guy at each position?
1: Yeah, you know, we we just talked uh, Detroit to New Orleans uh, quarterback. I'm going to go with Drew Brees. I'm not a big Drew Brees guy. He's not a guy that's on a lot of my fantasy teams normally because of the home road splits. But, again, I think Detroit's a little bit banged up. I think they, coming off the bye, they're going to throw the ball over the place. I I like Brees a lot to light it up, so not a very, uh, you know, not any kind of a a sleeper quarterback. But I, I like Brees to light it up. Uh, Running back, uh, you know, Atlanta at home, uh, they're getting Miami. Miami's a mess. Um, Give me Devontae Freeman, I think. You know, the guy's just, he's just that good all the time, but he's, he's going to run the rock all second half. He should really pile on the points. Love Devonta Freeman this week. Uh, wide receiver, um, you talked a little bit about my uh, my primetime squad. I'm going to go with Chris Hogan. I think he's becoming kind of a reliable target for uh, for Mr. Brady. Sure, Cooks is great. He's more of the downfield uh, stretcher, and, and, and I, I think we'll see Gerard Kowalski back, but Hogan's becoming an old faithful. I can see him putting up, you know, near double-digit catches in, in a touchdown or two. Um, you know, from a tight end standpoint, <clears throat> you know, I look to a guy that's going to be playing tonight uh, that's just been steady, steady all week. Uh, Zach Ertz, I look to him to get in the end zone, you know, maybe nine, ten catches. Uh, the tight end position is really tough right now, so I think somebody that you can kind of bank on for, you know, a, kind of a guaranteed double-digit point with high upside of the touchdown, he's he's my guy. All right, I
0: like it. I like all those. Sounds good. Like I said, I'm taking a hiatus this week. I'm going to let somebody else crash and burn
1: or or, or maybe you don't crash and burn. Let's hope you don't. Let's, uh, well, let's you, hope you get Tom out of you and and can make fun of me when, uh, <laughs> when, the, when the Jets beat the Patriots this week and, and Stafford throws five touchdowns right. with, uh, with all his injuries. Yeah, that's
0: the thing about the NFL, boy. The more we think we know, the less we actually end up knowing. It's, it's been a crazy year so far. So um, I think that's all. Yeah, I heard you're out to New York. Uh, this uh, What is it, today or tomorrow?
1: Uh, later this afternoon. Yeah, heading had a note today. Um, my my sister's producing a uh, uh, an original musical. Uh, that uh, was born here in the Minneapolis area, and her and her partner uh, John Cal and my sister Becky are are uh, holding a couple investor uh, uh, readings uh, tomorrow in hopes of uh, pushing this thing forward and uh, getting the, the deal on Broadway. So I'm going out to support her, and I'll just be a couple of blocks away from the, the hotel pen where uh, where it all started with the uh, the live drafts for the NFFC earlier uh, this fall.
0: Sounds good. Safe travels. Good luck. That sounds great. So tell your sister good luck and. Uh like I said, safe travels and, uh, you know, uh, thanks for coming on again and we'll get you back on, especially if especially if you nail these picks and whatnot. So, again, everyone, this is Ryan Rizzo. If you want to follow him on Twitter, it's at RyanMRiz with one Z. I'm guessing he'll have his college picks out uh, sometime later tonight or tomorrow probably
1: uh normally uh normally saturday morning i'll get the picks out. i kind of want to see where the where the lines will fall but uh I'll, I'll definitely have a few out there that
0: i like gotcha so if you're in vegas atlantic city or somewhere else you can legally vet go ahead and check them on out all right ryan thanks for ha- uh thanks for coming on and uh like i said get back to new york and get back safe
1: cool thank you appreciate it thanks for having me on. all right
0: take care